Merry Christmas. We're the McRogans, Stephen, Jean, my, our sons, Peter, David, and the newest McRogan, David's wife, Lexi. Tonight, Christmas Eve, we light the fifth candle, the Christ candle, which symbolizes the incarnation, the heart and true reason for the season. God gave light to the world. The candle is located at the center to remind us that Christ's life should be central and radiant in our lives. This is our reminder that Jesus Christ is the spotless lamb of God sent to save us all if we believe. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. May God bless the reading of his word and grant you all a very Merry Christmas. Thank you, McGrogan family. All right, we, you made it. It's Christmas Eve, you made it to church. You got dressed up, you look good. I won't ask if all the gifts are wrapped or if there's stuff still simmering or baking or whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter, you're here and you made it. Congratulations. Uh, no better place to be 
on the eve of the day we celebrate the coming of our king. Amen? Uh, let's have a little fun. What do you think? We just, had a, uh, we just had a reading. That's Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. It's a kind of a famous story. The shepherds and the angel, uh, then the king, kind of wondering what's going on. Uh, there's another story out of Matthew, and I want to reference both stories this morning. And, um, and then we're going to sing a couple more songs. Uh, then we're going to light some candles and close out the service. And your second service extra today uh, is we're going we're gonna to top it off with three baptisms right as you're leaving. And so that's going to be kind of fun. Um, before we get into it, I just want to make sure you know for the kids, they're in the back there in the corner, we've got a coloring set, we've got a snack set, and we've got a craft set. You could take one, two, or all three. It doesn't matter. If you're a big kid and you want it to, that's fine, right? Uh, so we'd love for you to take advantage of that. And then later, make sure you take a candy cane and your Rock Bible Church 2019 Christmas tree ornament. Okay, each family should make sure you get at least one. And then if you got multiple people in your family that might have their own family later, they might need to take one too for their future family. Yeah, you know, whatever. Have, have fun with it. Let's pray and we'll get started. Lord, thanks for this, mor- this evening. Thanks for tomorrow morning. And thanks for all that it represents. And as much as we enjoy uh, family and food and gift and gathering, we want to remember the reason for the season. And we want to remember the stories. And more importantly, the purpose behind the stories. So I pray, Lord, that you'd make that clear in these next few moments. And we pray this in your son Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, uh, Matthew chapter 2, both Luke and Matthew have stories in chapter 2 about Christmas. And we just did the reading with the McGrogans for for the Luke version. I want to give you the Matthew version, 11 verses. Here we go. Ready? Matthew chapter 2, verse uh, 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Now, are the wise men the same as the shepherds? Say no, all right? Two different accounts of the same story, but we're trying to get the overall message that there were more people involved than just one set, one group. There's a bunch of people that are involved in this story. They came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. Uh, Was this because he wanted to come worship? No. He did not want any challenge to his authority, to his throne. He wanted to get rid of the child. Uh, In fact, we see back then at the first Christmas, the desire to kind of do away with Jesus or to have him not be important. Or he can exist, but I just don't want him to have any authority. Fast forward 2,000 years, and a lot of people still have that same question, problem, slash decision. Is what is the position of Christ for them? King's kind of made up his mind. Wise men have made up their mind. Let's continue with the story. Uh, They told him, verse 5, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the what? I say, I want to come back to the prophet in a bit. 
And we're gonna, he's going to enter back into the story when we start explaining this. Because uh, the prophet said, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. And when Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared, he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. That's sarcasm. He wants to find him and get rid of him. Verse nine, and listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose, went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. Now that's a little peculiar. You seen moving stars? Well, yeah, we call them shooting stars. We see, but to see a star move somewhere and then stop somewhere, that, that has to be really far-fetched or a fairy tale or a wives' tale or something like that. Or something extremely unique is going on. Super natural beyond natural i hope you're catching that uh we've got a star doing things we've got angels in the story that the mcgrogans uh shared doing things and then we had this prophet at least one referenced in this story but many other prophets plural actually doing interesting things it should draw our attention and ask the question why why are all these extraordinary things going on? They asked when, it, when uh, and where it was. And when they saw the star, verse 10, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. And opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Did you see in the, in the video? Did you see the Frankenstein doll? I, I love that. I, that. That video is becoming like a, a tradition here at the church. We just love it. We found other videos to show you. They're just not as good. <laughs> and, and so um, if you come back in the future on Christmas Eve, be ready for the video because we're probably going to continue <laughs> to show it. I just love it so much. Uh, may the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen? Amen. Uh, 20 verses here, 11 verses here, all telling the same story. And here's what you need to understand. Somebody's trying to get our attention. In the first story, we had not wise men. They were shepherds, right? Remember the shepherds? Somebody appeared to the shepherds. It was an angel, right? In the video, they showed it. What? The shepherds had angels. Why? To get their attention. But then watch this. You go over to the Matthew story, and now you have wise men, and the wise men didn't have angels. They had a star, Resting on a certain place. So you got the shepherds had angels. The wise men had a star. And then we had a king. Now, shepherds and wise men, they, they genuinely wanted to worship. They wanted to see the baby. They wanted to give gifts. They were excited. They were, you know, they were buying in. Uh, king, he was voting no. King wanted to get rid of the baby. But the king also had something king had a prophet in fact the king had prophets because there's one reference here but there's actually many others and all these different people knew about this that's why he inquired of the scribes and the pharisees and the chief priests said hey where's this child to be born i hope 
that Christmas is a great time for you. And I am 100% on the ribbons and the bows and the lights. Candy for sure. Pies, please. Cheesecake is a preview of heaven. (laughs) The gifts, all of that stuff, family, being together, and, and do it 100%. But I really hope that your Christmas begs you to ask some of the deeper questions. Like, why would you have three sets like that? You know, Sesame Street taught me a long time ago that when there's a pattern, you should kind of understand why there's a pattern. All three of the sets on the left had something on the right that was sending them a message, getting their attention, acting as a sign, giving them a hint. Can you give me a fifth one? Prodding them? Poking them? For what? To draw attention to a Savior. You see, fourthly, they had, these three groups all had their signs and things that were leading them to the Savior. It makes total sense that God would go out of his way to do extraordinary things that you not normally see to make you ask some questions. Why is this going on? And I think it's great that we give out gifts. And you know, some Christians have got it wrong. They complain about the materialism of Christmas and blah, 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 and the lights and the show and the whole thing. You know, all it does is draw more attention to a holiday. And if that gets people to think about that holiday and why it is called Christ Mass, a mass being a service for who? Christ, a service in worship of Christ, then I'm all for it. Any way we can promote Christmas, absolutely. In fact, I'm hoping that they continue to bring out all the stuff before Halloween. You notice that? I'm shooting for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so bring it out. We're going to do, I mean, green and green, it goes together, right? You see, it was leading them to a savior. And here's the reality for you today. 2,000 years later, uh, you have all of them. Today, you have all of them. You have all of the stories. In fact, not just all of the stories, you have a bunch more. And you have your own experiences. And you have long-winded, loud-mouthed pastors who study it way too much and geek out on it and have fun and like to make jokes to draw your attention back to the fact that something special has happened. And God is trying to show you his son, really to show you himself. And I'm hoping that you never need as much as an angel, a star, or a prophet. I'm hoping that you always will only require less than an angel, a star, or a prophet to get your attention. Not to draw you into the baby Jesus of Christmas. No, I mean, it's great. The nativity scene's great. And the wise men are, and that's fun. But you gotta graduate to the next level. We're gonna sing a few songs and we're gonna go back there and you're gonna meet some people who graduated to the next level. Not literally graduated, but they've decided, hey, I wanna take this seriously. I wanna ask deeper questions and I wanna wanna have all of these things get me to a savior. See, lastly, all this happens uh, so that you can have the savior. That's why Christmas. And if we can make goofy videos and light candles and sing a song and turn out the lights. All those things are fun. 
but we're meant to understand that we need God in our life, that we make mistakes. Left to our own devices, we will mess things up at times. And we need to be taught how to care about each other and care about others and to train ourselves to be right. That there's a right that's beyond us, that's above us, and that God is here to make sure you have a shot at that. And it's supposed to be awesome and fun, like candy and dessert and all the things at Christmas, right? I mean, you're going to make sure you get all the Ford food groups, right? <laughs> candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup, <laughs> right? It's a new favorite movie at the holidays, Elf, right? Buddy the Elf. Uh, that's what we're meant to do, is draw our attention to that. Amen? Uh, what do you say? Uh, we pray and close. We're going to take an offering. We're going to do some more singing. And then, uh, then we'll do the baptisms. And then you're going to go be nice to your family and smile. And eat something of everything that's served. Okay? Lord, thanks for your son. Thanks you for the story and all that it represents. Thanks that we can sing about it, hear stories about it. Most importantly, Lord, thanks that we can experience it on our own when we choose to try the things that you put before us. I pray, Lord, you would continue to get our attention today. And we know, Lord, that you're not quite in the business anymore of using angels or stars or prophets, but you have so many other ways to get our attention, to draw us in, and to help us mature in our relationship with you. Pray, Lord, you help us do that, that it'd be fun, that it'd be meaningful. And we, Lord, we thank you for the offering that we're about to receive. And for those that are guests here today, <coughs> give them permission to relax as the plate passes. They don't need to give. We thank you for all this, and we pray it in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.